They might be giants have been on the road for too long. Too long. And they might be giants aren't even sorry. Not even sorry. And audiences like the shows too much. Too much. And now they might be giants are playing their breakthrough album Flood. All of it. And they still have time for other songs. They're fooling around. Who can stop They Might Be Giants and their liberal rock agenda? Who? No one. This happens to pay for with somebody else's money. So to be clear, Mr. Trump has no financial relationships with any Russian oligarchs. That, that's what he said. I, I, that's what I said. That's obviously what the, the, our position is. I'm not aware of uh, any of those activities. I have been called a surrogate at a time or two in that campaign, and I didn't have not have communications with the Russians. What do I have to get involved with Putin for? I have nothing to do with Putin. I've never spoken to him. I don't know anything about him other than he will respect me. Russia, if you're listening, I hope you're able to find the 30,000 emails that are missing. So, it is political. You're a communist. No, Mr. Green. Communism is just a red herring. Like all members of the oldest profession, I'm a capitalist. Hello. This is Muller, She Wrote. I am your anonymous host, A.G., and with me, as always, is Jaleesa Johnson. Hey. And Jordan Coburn. Hello. This is a free uh, bonus episode we're going to put out. Uh, happy Wednesday to you all. And basically, we went over this whole 20-page letter that um, Trump's lawyers, Dowd and Seculo, sent to Mueller's team um, back in... January. We covered this in the episode, but right. I wanted to do a full detailed breakdown so you guys had a little extra information because it was just too much to add to that right. episode. So this letter was sent in January, January 28th, after a meeting that with Mueller's team that they had on January 8th where they all sat down. And that's when Mueller gave them the 16 topics in four areas, which mm -hmm. we've covered. And I think Seculo took those 16 topics and wrote 49 questions and that's where we got that whole bonus episode mm -hmm. and so now here we are we've got the letter itself it was leaked to the new york times and this weekend trump's team um i think they leaked it that's conjecture it was leaked um and as i said the, his attorney sent this to Mueller. so the reason i think trump leaked it is because it's it fits the narrative that giuliani's been pushing for the past few weeks um that trump is above the law basically he mm -hmm. can't be indicted right um, and I wanted to do this um, on the major points of the letter. Um, I think it's indicative of what Trump's defense will be. And I think he's mounting a political defense, not a legal defense, because anyone who's worth their salt legally, if you listen to Asha Rangappa's interview, would know that while it's great that they're actually addressing some <laughs> of these issues, it's completely got no basis in legality whatsoever. Not at all. Uh, yeah, it just doesn't take much to debunk what's in this. In this <laughs> I can do it. He, he'd be better off to hire me. <laughs> And I can't imagine what Emmett T. Flood must be thinking. Like, oh, he's geez. one of the top lawyers, and he's probably like, oh, fuck my life. Exactly. So the 16 topics are, briefly, they include Flynn's contact with Kislyak, Flynn's communication with Pence, Flynn's interview with the FBI, um, Sally Yates' warning about Flynn, the February 14th meeting between Trump and Comey, any other info you have about Flynn, that's a topic, um, uh, Trump's reaction to investigations into collusion, Trump's reaction to Sessions' recusal, which we've gone over, mm -hmm. Trump's reaction to Comey's testimony before the House Intelligence Committee, um, <clears throat> info related to the conversations with the intelligence community about ongoing investigations, any conversations Trump has had with anyone about Comey's performance, 
whether Comey's testimony led to his termination, Trump's communication with Kislyak, Trump's communication with Kislyak. Oh, Lavrov and Lester Holt. Oh, this is Trump basically telling other people he fired uh, Comey because he was the rusher thing. (laughs) Um, Trump's reaction to the appointment of Mueller, Trump's interactions with Sessions regarding the appointment of Bob Mueller, and Trump's statement about the meeting in Trump Tower being about adoptions. So the letter left out um, responses to three of those topics, and the three that left out were Sessions' recusal, Mueller's appointment, and Trump's discussions with Sessions about Mueller's appointment. Okay. So the letter goes on to say that Trump has the power to terminate the investigation and exercise his pardon power. Basically, Trump's team is saying that since Trump could shut down any investigation he wants, he could shut down the investigation into Flynn. Therefore, because he can do that, he cannot have obstructed justice had he fired Comey over it, and he could pardon Flynn. Uh, It also implies he could pardon himself, which is a first thing and he actually tweeted out today yeah that he could pardon himself this is crazy and then giuliani told HuffPost today that and this scares me he said trump could shoot comey and you wouldn't be allowed to indict him did you hear that jesus christ giuliani said that he trump could have shot comey and he couldn't be indicted you know what it's not far from the truth because that's just the way we're going legally it seems yeah no yeah. that's terrifying not not legally Politic- politically right. yeah. Politically. yeah good point well good or point. in the yeah they're just saying what stuff. do laws even mean anymore is what yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's not a coincidence i don't think that he started furiously tweeting about manafort the same weekend exactly. he started furiously tweeting about pardons yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so next um there's a line that doesn't belong in a legal document at all which is one that leads me to believe that trump leaked it himself it says quote this encumbrance has only been compounded by the astounding public uh, revelations about the corruption within the FBI and the DOJ, which appears to have led to the alleged Russia collusion investigation. I don't trust leaks with dramatic words. <laughs> that's yeah. not legal speak. That's marketing. Oh, and totally. that's how you know. Like, that's Mueller, clickbait. Mueller's yeah. like, I didn't do any. Mueller's just working. He sees right through it. Uh, next, uh, he didn't actually, Mueller didn't respond to this letter when he I sent it. Yeah. He's like... <laughs> Right. <laughs> I think they had a meeting in February where he's like, I could subpoena you. Have a nice day. Yeah. <laughs> and then he freaked out about that. You can't subpoena me. I'm a, I'm a man. Right. I'm a bad man. I'm a grown man. <laughs> Next, um, Trump's team gives some foreshadowing into a subpoena fight saying, quote, under our system of government, the president is not readily available to be interviewed. And we know this is not true because of the Bill Clinton precedent. That's been that's a court precedent. That's a SCOTUS Supreme Court precedent. Nope, you can be deposed. Sorry. Wow. You're not too busy. Put down your golf clubs. As it should be, yeah. Uh, They go on to say the president can't be subpoenaed because he's voluntarily given over enough information and documents uh, and has made other witnesses available. So interviewing Trump would not give Mueller anything new. Who says they gave enough? (laughs) But the truth is that Mueller's team can only get at what Trump was thinking to determine his intent, and that means he has to be interviewed. So I personally think a subpoena is eminent. Oh, yeah. I think it's coming. Totally. Now, this is one of the best parts. Trump's lawyers cite outdated case law, saying there's another reason Trump can't obstruct justice, and that's because the FBI investigations are not covered by the obstruction statute. The case law is cite- that they cited is from 1982, but has, sin- has since been superseded by a 2002 statute that criminalizes the corrupt impeding of proceedings, even if they haven't started yet. <laughs> so... Either they're terrible lawyers or they're blatantly ignoring case law, which Ted Liu has said is punishable by disbarment. 
for purposely misleading your client. Yeah, they're, they'll go down with this ship. I think Giuliani's like, well, we're, you know, we're friends. We're old. <laughs> yeah, it's true. We'll go out together. Yeah, yeah exactly. This is secular. This, oh, Giuliani right. had nothing to do with this that's letter because right. yeah, it's yeah. back in January. Mm-hmm. But Giuliani for sure does that too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Similar <laughs> loyalty there. <laughs> I mean, these motherfuckers are putting this in a quote unquote legal document. This is a legal presidential oh document to be enshrouded in for the presidential history. record for all time. It'll be framed for sure. <laughs> yeah, every please believe it or not. Keep my head alive. <laughs> keep my head alive and just put this in a frame next to my head oh, with oh, Mueller's signature you. on it. Yeah. Um, there's a bit of a bombshell in here where we learn for the first time that Flynn has told top White House officials that the FBI investigation into him was nearly complete. Uh, Trump's lawyers bring this up because they argue that Trump cannot have obstructed justice in a case that he thought was over. We hadn't heard that before (laughs) either. So by Flynn telling the White House, oh, this whole FBI investigation I'm under, even though I'm your national security advisor, is almost complete. And so Trump saying, since I thought it was done, I can't obstruct justice that's over. Mm -hmm. Even though... He's like, I was just getting back to work. like Like he thinks that once the interviews are done, the case is over like exactly uh then uh they allege that mr comey's memos were misremembered or that he misunderstood the president um then they talk about mccabe for a second saying there was no obstruction of justice because mccabe testified that quote there has been no effort to impede our investigation to date but the thing is if you listen to that whole thing McCabe wasn't talking about Trump making an effort to impede. He was saying in context that despite the firing of Comey, the men and women of the FBI continue to investigate. An investigation moving forward does not exonerate anyone that may have tried to impede it. Exactly. God damn it. Uh, next, Trump's lawyers go on to say, I can, I, this is like a sixth grade mock trial. It's, I don't understand. <laughs> Next, Trump's lawyers go on to say that Trump can fire anyone at any time, but they leave out the corrupt intent or abuse of power part completely. So a good attorney <laughs> wouldn't <laughs> a good attorney wouldn't do that. Then they deny that Trump said he fired Comey because of Russia, saying that the reporting on the Lester Holt interview has been widely misreported and mischaracterized. And even if Trump did say that, it does not establish that the termination was because of Russia. <laughs> Why did you do it? Well, I had that whole Russia thing yeah. on my mind. I mean, like, he thinks we're idiots, or he thinks his base... He knows his base. Already. Yeah, I mean, either way, it's just crazy insulting. And then we get to what I consider to be the biggest news in this entire letter. Trump's lawyers admit that Trump dictated Don Jr.'s response about the Trump Tower meeting uh, to the New York Times when they were on Air Force One. This is shocking, because... Uh, Trump is taking all this time to say, ah, you can't touch me. I'm the president. Uh, you can't you can't subpoena me. I'm too busy uh, to interview. But but by saying that he dictated that letter, um, he implicates everyone involved in obstruction of justice. Hope Hicks, Donald Trump Jr., his kids, his son, Donald Trump Jr. Mm-hmm. And what Eric was there, the I guess. <laughs> Everybody want this life. Uh, this is where Corallo quit, right? He's like, I got to quit. That's right. And this is also where Rafael was like, I'm out of here, bro. Mm-hmm. Um, Rafael left when Hope Hicks resigned. Uh, and while Trump has all sorts of excuses, like I said, why he can't obstruct justice, he leaves everyone else involved that isn't a president, like, hanging in the wind. Because he doesn't care about them. And I think he will regret this part the most because I believe it will be used as evidence to implicate Donald Trump Jr. and Hope Hicks and Rafael and all these other people all with obstruction of, of justice. Yeah. So there's that. Hmm. They may be given a deal for their testimony, but there's something to charge them with now because Trump handed it to them. Yeah. 
All right, guys. That's my little breakdown of the letter. Nice. <laughs> little breakdown. That's crazy. Yeah. That's packed. It's good. <laughs> it is. You compacted really well, but that's insane. Two huge pieces of news that letter and the, what we talked about in our minisode. Mm hmm. The one about Manafort. Sorry, I didn't know if it was going to, which one's getting released first. I didn't want oh. to. <laughs> I didn't want yeah, to the one that came out yesterday. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. The one that came yes, out the yesterday. One that came if you're out listening yesterday. to this. <laughs> yeah. We record these a second before we release them. <laughs> Every day. Yes. Every but day yeah. we spend together. Crazy news week. Yeah, it's gonna so start. Far already. It's gonna start getting crazier, and it's, yeah, it's gonna be nuts. And this is actually a week, like Saturday. This is weekend news. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's true. Yeah, this was we the sabotage. Talked about it exactly. We already <laughs> talked about it. But I feel like, uh, does anyone else feel like I'm like rubbing my hands together, like, ooh, what's shit's gonna happen? Up, yeah. Dude, this is this is crazy. This summer is supposed to be intense because it is the it, the primaries are happening right now. You know, like. It's just everything should be heating up right now. If not, it'd be weird. But you're yeah. right. It's exciting. And then I think it's going to get even crazier by October, yeah. November. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's it's cray cray. Yeah. yeah. For sure. And it's heating up in an irrevocable way. You mm-hmm. cannot mm-hmm. even deny you can't it, miss it at all. Yeah. Yeah. These people yeah. are fucking John Spurlocks that want to tell us. <laughs> yeah. No. This is a witch hunt. It's, We're it's on like, it, dude. Witch hunts don't go this far. No. They just don't. Not to placate that yeah. stupid comment anyway. They would have released the witch by now, right? Or, the, or I don't know how they work, actually. And Actual when. <laughs> read up on Salem. Yeah, I'll read up on that. <laughs> <laughs> what do they do? They catch witches and they burn them. Oh, no. I mean, I knew that, but like, do they ever like release them? Like, in this case. Okay, so yeah, if it's a witch hunt, <laughs> someone's got to get burned. Yeah, like what I don't Trump- think he's thinking that far into into the t- into the phrase. <laughs> honestly, I think you're not, yeah. giving him a little too much uh, benefit of the doubt. Very true. But yeah, I, I'm at the point where if you still tr- support Trump after he has come out and publicly said he is above the law, he could shoot somebody and wouldn't be indicted because he's the president. If you are still with him after that King George the Third bullshit, then. You're not welcome for my service. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. Fuck, go you can't live stay with somewhere us. else. Yeah. Um, and sorry. Yeah, we wear pink on Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And we joke about this, but this is actually terrifying. This is totally. right on the brink of complete fascism. For oh, yeah. real. The yeah. shit that he's saying, we all can laugh about it because we have faith in our system and our government. Well, that's why I'm so giddy, and that's why you're rubbing your hands together, because it seems right now that the justice system is working. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it's working for us, and it is protecting us it, the way that the Founding Fathers intended to set it up to protect us. Yeah. And it is what I signed up to fight for, and it is what I have sworn an oath to protect, mm-hmm. and it seems to be working. And yes. so when I get excited about all this stuff i don't want you to lose sight of the fact of how deadly serious i think it is i just get a boner for justice right and we laugh not to cry so late is justice bonus yeah, and sorry. we're coping with the tragedy yes yeah coping yeah. with justice boners yeah <laughs> justice boners while laughing brought yes. to you by Mueller. she wrote yeah title of this episode no i'm yeah. kidding that won't be good for us at all no one's yeah. searching very that. confusing <laughs> The people searching for coping with justice boners are probably not going to get what they want. No, not our audience. With this. Although we should put some tags. No, we don't do tags on Apple Podcasts. It's fine. Anyway, this has been fun and also terrifying. I'm your host, AG. I'm Jaleesa Johnson. I'm Jordan Coburn. And this is Muller She Wrote. Muller She Wrote is produced and engineered by AG with editing and logo design by Jaleesa Johnson. Market consulting by Amanda Reeder at Unicorn Creative. Our digital media director and subscriber managers are Jordan Coburn and Sarah Hirschberger Valencia. Our partners are fastgrass.org and joysteaspoon.com. Fact checking and research by AG with support from Jaleesa Johnson and Jordan Coburn. 
Muller She Wrote staff includes A.G., Jaleesa Johnson, Jordan Coburn, Sarah Hirschberger Valencia, Jesse Egan, and Sarah Lee Steiner. Our web design and branding are by Joelle Reeder with Moxie Design Studios, and our website is MullerSheWrote.com. Hi, I'm Harry Littman, host of Talking Feds, a roundtable that brings together prominent figures from government law and journalism for a dynamic discussion of the most important topics of the day. Each Monday, I'm joined by a slate of Feds favorites and new voices to break down the headlines and give the insider's view of what's going on in Washington and beyond, plus sidebars explaining important legal concepts read by your favorite celebrities. Find Talking Feds wherever you get your podcasts. M-S-W Media.